Hi, I'm Zoe. And I'm Inga. Tune in every Monday at 7 p.m. for 180 Degrees. Where we speak about topics current, fun, and fresh. We love Christ, we love life, and we love spending time with you. Let's serve God together and make a difference. 180 Degrees at a time. 180 Degrees, keeping your Mondays lit. lit, lit, lit. One eighty degrees on I am youth. <laughs> Inga Stoffels on one eighty degrees. Zoe George on one eighty degrees. <laughs> Good evening everybody, it is Monday the 8th of March and you are here with me, Inga Stoffels. And me, Zoe George. And you know we love Mondays and we are so excited to be here with you guys tonight. Zoe, how has your weekend been? My weekend was actually, my semester has just started so I've started like reading all the different types of laws and stuff. Not all of my study guides have arrived yet but you know we're being patient with my (laughs) university as you need lots of patience with my university. How about yours? Oh, mine has been, you know, super, super chilled. I've just been relaxing now in these last few weeks, you know, just taking time, having my husband do my feet, Mm -hmm. you know, just chillaxing and taking in this alone time. And it's been absolutely amazing. I am so glad that you have had an amazing weekend. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm so excited because it's going to match our show today. This show is going to be very great. We have a mm. nice lady coming on. She's going to talk to us about art, Miss Dana Gay Tate. And it's it's going to be one you don't want to miss, guys. Really, this show is lined up. I'm ex- so excited. Yeah. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Now let's go into the exciting part of the day. We have a very interesting lady on today that I'm so excited to introduce to you guys. Tonight we will be speaking to Dana Gay Tate, the founder of Studio Dana Gay. Dana describes herself as a visual storyteller who creates on mediums including photography, ceramics, and she uses watercolor to make these fantastical art pieces. Her art is mesmerizing and extremely enjoyable to see. Today she'll be telling us more about her journey into artistry as well as her walk and how God leads her in her art. So I'd just like to say good evening, Dana. How are you? Hi, Zoe. I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you on. So I'd like to ask, how did you become a visual storyteller? Uh, um, This sort of just happened to me. uh, The words found themselves um, in that way and it was in my third year of university and it had come to a time of almost branding oneself or like deciding how how I would like to have been seen as an artist because there's so many different options and as someone who has always really loved story and who has witnessed how Jesus was a storyteller and things like that um, yeah I really relate to people as being walking stories as well and so I my heart for telling stories has always been huge and then obviously experiencing so many different visual mediums through my studies at Stellenbosch University 
uh, no, the idea of being a visual storyteller it seemed to encompass all the different aspects that I'm really interested in. So as opposed to just, uh, I suppose, honing it down to one thing like a painter or mm-hmm. ceramic artist or yes. illustrator. It felt like, yeah, it actually felt like the Lord sort of gave me two words that helped me get, gain vision in terms of what he wanted me to do with my creativity. So yeah, that's where that came from and it sort of stuck. And that was 2016. So I've been exploring what it means to be a visual storyteller ever since. Yeah, I really actually like that term, like visual storyteller, as opposed mm. to something like, yeah, mm. I'm an artist, painter. painter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's such, it's such a challenge. You can mm-hmm. ask most, most creatives or most artists, uh, how, when you ask someone how they would pinpoint themselves or describe themselves, I mean, I can't answer normally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> there are many things. So, yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's been really helpful have those words to explore yeah i think and i think you hit it you hit it mm. the nail on the head with that one with that name so dana what goals do you have regarding your art um this is interesting i'm not a hugely goal-oriented person because since i gave my life to the lord i have sort of let go of mm. a lot of my plans um so when yeah when with this question it was interesting thinking about it because I do want to live a life that's led by the Holy Spirit as opposed mm. to me having all my goals and trying to oh, make them happen. You know, I don't, I, I really try and keep my heart away from that kind of approach to my work and rather just trust that God will bring certain people or relationships or work past me that I can then steward well. So I, but what's cool is that there is a tension between that and having desires in my heart that I know the Lord has put in me. Mm-hmm. So, Things like I do have desires to create certain kinds of art or to reach certain place, spaces or people. And some of those would be, I, I, I do paint ceramics, but I would love to learn the actual art of making the vessels themselves. Like It's a really beautiful process that is a definitely, I would say, a goal or a, a desire of my heart to learn um, and just experience what it is to work with clay, especially because it's such a biblical um, concept of mm-hmm. clay and the potter, the potter and like really yeah. experiencing God through that. Yeah, and I, some of my, I've got some very good friends who are potters, who are ceramic artists, and they experience God so richly through the process of making. And so that's definitely something that I would, I suppose, see as a goal. And then I also, I'm really passionate about um, getting my art onto textiles or onto garments. So whether that's hand-painted garments or creating patterns to be made into fabric. And the reason is because my heart has always been actually to, through my art and through the things I make, try and immerse the presence of God into as many different art forms or products that I can. So like this is like the presence can actually read reaches far and wide to people's homes, either on their walls or as decor items or on fashion runways or whether it's just in someone's friendship when a gift is being given between the two of them. That mm. kind of thing is, I just, I really would, I love the idea of stewarding his presence into as many different facets as possible. And so my goals would then be surrounded, will be around that kind of thing. So yeah. what could I learn or do or who could I connect with where that could happen. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> That's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And how would you say that your relationship with God influences your art? I, he's the reason I do everything I do. Mm. So it's, 
um, yeah, he, I think my, my relationship has become the basis for why I create, and that's really cool. And the more I get to know God, the more I um, get to experience his kindness and his presence in my life, my my art becomes a response to that. And I think that's how it influences it. So it's sort of my relationship with God becomes an invitation for me to actually make rather than, yeah, so... Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. There's so many things I could say. But I think another way that it influences my art is that I'm, I'm, I'll end up being really inspired by scripture or I'll be reading, I'll be reading the word and I'll suddenly see something because obviously my visual brain takes over and then I might see an image or I might see a prophetic word for someone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so actually experiencing, um, the love of God for other people is also, and then expressing that through art is also a massive way that my relationship with the Lord influences my art and inspires it and just because I also he's the great creator and so knowing Mm -hmm. him as artist inspires me to sort of imitate him in that way you know create as well and use the things he's given me to yeah explore how his love can be expressed in different ways I hope you don't mind me asking, but I'm slightly confused. Mm. This is this is very normal for me. But when you said that your art is like a response to God, mm. can you please elaborate on that? Because I'm a little I'm I'm not really sure what that yes. means. It's what I mean is it's a response to how I experience him. So if I am going through my day or I'm going through something maybe challenging or I'm um in a space of prayer with friends or just myself and, and Jesus, I oftentimes will experience either scripture that really hits my heart and mm-hmm. then I'll end up painting or I'll end up seeing something that I then want to paint that is ends up being a response to my relationship with him. So then I'll end up, I don't know, maybe painting a certain landscape that I saw during a time of worship or during a time of prayer or... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it looks like so many different things. I'm like racking my brain here because it's so different every day. I think that's also what I love about my relationship with him is it is so different. And that that means my expression and response to his relationship looks different every time. So I don't know if that, that gives you a little bit more clarity. Oh, it does. Thank you so much for that. I'd also like to ask sure. this question. Sure. I know in some yeah. charismatic churches, when they have worship sessions, like some people will be dancing yeah. and some people will be painting. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Yes. <laughs> so I have, actually. And I have um, done it once, I think, once or twice. I've, um, it, wasn't in a, it wasn't in a church setting, but it was a worship night. And so um, I, it's always been a place of – it was a, a cool experience because it had always been a space of fear for me the idea of painting in public or painting around with other people because my, I don't want it to ever be a performance. Mm. I don't want creating to ever be me on display. I want it to be God on display. And that's really hard to navigate as an artist when you are always being seen, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, that specific worship night was a massive like testimony and victory of just realizing that it's not about me and if I can go into a space and paint there and this and then encourage people through that painting or point people to the Lord through that painting, then it's then I need to get over myself and, and just do it, you know. <laughs> so it was yeah, so I have I have and I would love to experience more of that. I would love to experience being in a space of worship where people are just giving their hearts to God and then 
seeing what happens on the canvas as a response mm. to that. Now, you now, know, you know, Dana, besides, you know, the art, we see you've been doing, you know, water classes that you have been running. So we want to know how can people access this? How can these classes be accessed? Yeah, so um, watercolor is one of the mediums that I paint in, but it's the medium that I teach. So that's what you guys will have seen. Is, um, mm-hmm. In 2019, I started doing watercolor workshops, um, obviously in person and with small groups, and then lockdown happened. And um, so I, during lockdown last year, I ended up doing two, two quite extensive online watercolor courses and those actually are still available for for access on a temporary basis. So um, those recordings can, or the, the sign-up for that can be found on my website or on my Instagram page via my link in my bio. Um, and those are always accessible and will, you know, not come down and also really affordable because I love, I love making, um, making it accessible for people to grow creatively. So, there is the online classes option, and otherwise, I'm actually starting to teach workshops in person again, which is really exciting, and I cannot wait to do that. So, I actually have an upcoming workshop on the 6th of March at the Ladder Cafe on Bree Street in Cape Town, okay. and all the info for that is currently on my Instagram page and will be up on my website or on the Ladder's page as well. You can sign up to them. So. There are going to be more workshops coming up over the next few months as well. And if you, if anyone wants to follow or get any insight into when they might be, my Instagram page is the best place for that. That's great. You heard it here first, listeners. You know exactly where to go. Can you give us the <laughs> Instagram handle, please? Yes, sure. My Instagram handle is Studio Dana Gay. Studio Dana Gay. And you're also on Facebook yeah. under the same name, I believe, right? Yeah, yes, I think it's, it might be Dana Gay Studio on Facebook, but same vibe. So, and I have Googled it. I'm the only Dana Gay in the whole wide world, so it's very <laughs> easy for you to find me. <laughs> I love that. I'd like to ask, lastly, um, what advice do you have for people who are hoping to pursue a career in art? I know it can be very scary for many people, especially yes. when they have parents who are like, there are three career choices: medicine, <laughs> law, and engineering. And there's like no space for <laughs> any art there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose it's hard. To, it's I definitely have something to say, but I also acknowledge that every person's journey is so different and their own. And so my first advice would be to seek the Lord mm-hmm. on it. And my first my first encouragement would be to take your desires to God. If you have a passion for art, to take it to him and ask him to show you a way forward and to guide you in that and to navigate any of the challenges that that might bring so that firstly you can be doing so in peace as opposed to trying to, you know, make something happen mm. um, just because you would like to. That would be my first piece of advice. And then secondly, I would also say look at all your options because I think sometimes there's a an idea that you have to go to an art school or you have to go to university for, and I, I mean, I studied at Stellenbosch University, so I did do a university degree, which was amazing. Um, I didn't study fine art, actually. I studied visual communication design, which still led me in the fine art area, which was very cool. And so what I'm getting at is that what I learned through my degree is there are so many different forms of creative teaching available. And so there's amazing colleges in, in Cape Town as well, where and Stellenbosch those are the years I know well, um, where you can you can still get access to 
um, a career of sorts in art. Another piece of advice I would say to please take note, and, and from being in the artist community, I know that this is something that comes up so often for artists who've left university or left college, is that if you can find a diploma or a degree that has an element of business skills in mm-hmm. it, grab it. Mm. Seriously grab it. Awesome. Because most um most art degrees don't incorporate business skills or marketing aspects or you know, things like that. And so oftentimes you just get taught maybe the conceptual or technical side of art, but then you go out into the world and it's like, What? Wait, how do I do this? How do I how do I connect with the gallery or how do I market my mm. work on, on social media or you know, and I'm I'm very grateful because I did a more visual communication degree that was more part of our degree. So marketing, graphic design, and um, even even industrial psychology was a bit of our degree. And so I've just experienced the blessing that that was for me and having that. And, and I would say if you want to pursue a career in art to make sure that even if you took a short business course on the side, you know, or mm. did a marketing post-grad, um, it would help you immensely if this is something that you're thinking of pursuing. Um, just because the challenges... Um, the challenges of of being an artist or of being a creative really is that it's sort of that freelance life of navigating and having to learn business skills, which may not be your default. But it is also so rewarding if you can be equipped well because you get to, yeah, you get to do the thing that you love and you get to be, you get to share beauty and, mm-hmm. and wonder what people firsthand, you know. So, um, yeah, I would I would just keep all of those things in mind that it's so worth pushing through. But there are basic practical um, directions one can seek and business skills are definitely helpful. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us because like I myself, you know, drama student, <laughs> live performance okay, student, yes, you know, exactly. so, so <laughs> that is actually a very important point that you mentioned on the business side of things. And I think mm. for anyone wanting to pursue a career, that is a... Uh, a golden nugget <laughs> that you just shared with him right now. Um, yeah, thank you so much, so. Dana, I, for yeah. joining us. You know, how can people follow your work online? Can you just give us all your Facebooks, Instagrams, websites, Yay. everything? Even where yeah, people can sure. like find like your gallery shows and stuff mm. as well. Okay, yeah. So there are a few pe- few ways people can connect with me. Mainly Instagram, so Studio Dana Gay, as I mentioned before. That's just where I'm the most active and sort of present. So we're sharing sharing a lot of behind the scenes in my studio and what I'm up to and what's coming up. You know, there's like quick announcements are often there. And then Facebook is also linked. So if you're not on Instagram but you have Facebook, you can find my page. And then my website is also just www.studiodanagay.com and that has my portfolio and a bit more of an and examples of my work and styles and so if one if anyone was ever interested in something like a commission for example or working with me you can sort of see a range of my work there and then I also have a mailing list so which is easily you can sign up either on my website or via the link in my in my Instagram bio and in my my mailing list is not is not often used, I'm very familiar with it, but if there's, if there's events or if there's an exhibition I'm taking part in or if I've organized some kind of market or there's a collection of art coming out or new workshops, then I will also um, send little snippets via email. And so those are probably the easiest ways, but Instagram would be the most instant and 
yeah, I, I want to say to people, please come connect. Like, come say hi. I mm. love, I really love getting to know who is in my this little community on the my corner of the internet. And I really love, I genuinely love connecting properly. And um, so, slide into those DMs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dana. This really was quite a lovely and enjoyable interview. I hope you Thank get... Thank you. I wish you luck. Goodbye for now. Thank you, guys. Have a nice day. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. We've come to the Bible quiz portion of the show. I know some of you really look forward to this, and I've seen a lot of interactions on my Instagram because, you know, we started posting the Bible quiz questions throughout the day. So feel free to comment, but remember, always send your answers to 081-729-1657. So today's Bible quiz question is, what four books Tell us about the life Jesus had on earth. Mm, interesting. What four books tell us about Jesus' life on earth? You can send your answers to 081-729-1657. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So it is time for our happy health tip. And you know, for these past few weeks, we were focusing on 31 simple wellness tips for healthy and happy living. So not necessarily just dietary needs or physical needs, but everything all in one. But before we get into that, we asked you a question. Mm -hmm. What four books Tell us about Jesus' life on earth. Mm. And the answer was drrr, Matthew, Ooh. Mark, oh. Luke. Another one? And Acts. I'm kidding. Oh. And John. <laughs> and <was> John. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I need to read it again. <laughs> so the answer was Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the Gospels. Mm. So if you got that correct, you can give yourselves a pat on the back. A little hand clap. And yes. Try yourself with chocolate. You deserve it. Because they are the key of happiness. The true source of happiness. I'm so glad Zoe is getting that right Mm. now. So into the happy health tip. Tip number one. Take a probiotic daily. Maintaining a healthy gut has significant impacts on digestion, skin health, immunity, mental health, and more. Awesome. Oh, I didn't, I really didn't know that. Mm, Me neither. (laughs) Number two, eat real food. Oh. What does this mean? No six, y'all. Real food grown from the ground. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going (laughs) to mention something, but I'm not going to (laughs) say. So McDonald's basically (laughs) plastic though. Like the way some of these foods don't like break down. (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) That's real food for me, you know? It's colorful. Aim to eat real food that's made of whole food ingredients you would have in your own kitchen, Mm. pantry, or that your grandmother would recognize. Ooh. Mm. 
Okay. This includes unprocessed foods like an apple, a cucumber, soybeans, or a steak, as well as foods loosely processed from one or few real food ingredients like butter, olive oil, yogurt, tofu. Tofu? Hmm. Hmm. In other words, food that could also be reasonably made in your own kitchen and avoid foods that can be only made in the lab. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Number three, stand up every 30 minutes while working. Oh, yeah. This so is... we should be starting that. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to stand up and soon that. <laughs> reduce the harmful if that's reduce harmful effects of sitting like at your desk job by standing up and moving around for a minute or or two every half an hour. Number four, get sunlight every day. I love this. I love mm-hmm. sunlight. Vitamin D is one of the most important nutrients for overall health and sunlight is one of our best sources of it. So true. Number five, and Zoe is already into this one. Fill your home with houseplants. I know that's <laughs> right. I'm already on it. <laughs> houseplants help to cleanse your indoor air. Yes. They're pretty and research even shows that they improve mood, creativity and problem solving. You see, they do no wrong. So there you have it. And Zoe is our very own, you know... In-house gardener, <laughs> as she started, you know, with these plants and things yeah. in her home. And now it's in the happy health tip. But those are the five tips for tonight. And just like that, we have come to the end of the evening already. Right? So quickly. We're at the bottom of the hour so soon. It's, ah, I can't. It's almost like this day is just flying by me. Like, where's it going? Mm, time flies when you're having fun. Really. That's, that's maybe why our shows go by so quickly. Because we are genuinely enjoying ourselves. And just having fun. Yes. And But before you guys do leave, we have spoken to Dana Gay Tate. And you can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Studio Dana Gay. And on her website, www.studiodanagay.com. Mm. She said on there she has all her works. She says on Instagram, don't mm. be afraid to reach out to her, DM her, message her. She would like to come in contact with you guys. And if you have any art that you would maybe mm-hmm. want some advice on or if you want to start taking classes, yes. feel free to speak to her. She said she is most active on Instagram. Yes. So that is at Studio Day in the Game. Mm-hmm. You guys will not regret visiting her website as well. Her art is so, as I said before, it's lovely, guys. And I'm sure she has a lot to show you in her watercolor classes. But for now, this has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out.